0: If you need to do any vocal warm ups,
1: (laughs) you know, I was thinking about that because I was just sleeping. But if I'm a little raspy, I guess that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's a good voice to like have on.
1: You like like it? I shouldn't put on my Alec Baldwin NPR voice.
2: Welcome to Review for Two.
0: My name's Caroline. I'm Marco. And this is a podcast about video games. Yeah,
2: we review video games that are good to play with two or more people.
0: Exactly. And today we have a very special guest for our video game. My father, Jeffrey Hirsch. Woo! Hello! (laughs) So, we are reviewing Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney for the PS4. I think it's the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy is what it's called.
2: That sounds
1: right.
0: Um, And one reason why we brought Jeff on the podcast is because... He is a lawyer.
1: A lawyer who plays a lot of games.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this game was developed and published by Capcom in April of 2014. And it was developed for the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, and Nintendo 3DS. All right. That's that's the specs of this game.
2: All right. So gameplay wise, the game is loosely based on how court works.
0: And I say
2: loosely because we will get into that later. But basically, you play as Phoenix Wright, the ace attorney in question, and you are the defense attorney for various clients, and there are different trials that take place, and you have to prove that your client is innocent, and for some reason, that almost always involves finding out who actually is guilty at the same (laughs) time, because that's how the legal system works. Yeah. And so you either collect evidence, or you just review evidence that was given to you and find out what happened, and use that to clear your client's name.
0: Yeah, and it is graphics graphic novel style in that you're not really moving. It's not an RPG, and you're not moving a character. You're just kind of scrolling through dialogue and then choosing choices when you need to.
2: Right, so it's very good to play with multiple people because you can, you know, be like, what should we say, or should we object at this point, or should right. we press the witness? So you can play it with any number of people. And in this case, we played it with three people.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Should we get into reviews?
2: Uh, Sure. Let's have Jeff go first. Yes.
0: What did you think of this game?
1: So uh, it's been a while since I've played a video game, computer game. And it's interesting that the first one is uh, involving the profession that I'm in. I think my... uh, Experiencing games in the past have been more either shoot 'em up games or uh, casino games and that kind of stuff. So it was at first kind of different for me to see a game that had this kind of style to it. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the first one that I've had in this style. And my takeaway was that it would be, it reminded me of a version of Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Very similar.
1: In terms of the approach and how it tries to immerse you, I don't know if their intent is to try and immerse you in the reality of being involved in a court case, but I don't think they did a very good job of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the graphics that are used are pretty simplistic and Uh, You know, I had trouble like, you know, getting into it and saying, oh, how can I use my legal brain to help (laughs) maneuver myself through the scenarios that they're putting out there?
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's,
1: yeah. Overall, my impression is that there's a lot to be, there's a lot that that they have to do to make it more in tune with what lawyers would do in, in the real world. Starting with, I thought it was pretty unbelievable that this character's first case was a murder case. Right. (laughs) I think the second problem I had with it was that it was a murder case where his very hot boss assigned him a murder case where he was defending a friend or more than just an acquaintance of his. Right. So, you know, I think it got off to the wrong footing on... Two main points. Right.
0: Would you (laughs) recommend that other lawyers play this game? No, I think lawyers should
1: be in the room when other people are playing the game (laughs) so that lawyers could point out how foolish the game is in many respects. And also because lawyers deserve to get a laugh too.
2: Yeah, that's true. Would you recommend that non-lawyers play this
1: game? So, you know, part of what you learn in law school is how to use your brain in a Socratic method way. Mm -hmm. And it's clear that part of how the game works is to maneuver logic thought, collecting different pieces of information, how to order them correctly. So I think if you were trying to get somebody to look at how they analyze information a certain way, and that person wasn't trained as a lawyer, it might help. But by the same token, it could lead them to go down the wrong aisles in a grocery store (laughs) because they just would like, oh, do I have to do it this way? Because I have to wonder whether or not the next thing I need is going to be easier or less easy to get based on where I am now in the store. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah it does, actually. So I don't know that non-lawyers would get that much of a takeaway from it, mm-hmm. but in the same way that having a lawyer watch non-lawyers play the game would give the lawyer a laugh, mm-hmm. I think this game gives non-lawyers something to laugh about the legal profession mm-hmm. if they needed anything else. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Marco, would you like to review? Sure. Great.
2: As a person who is not a lawyer, I was not really comparing it to how realistic it felt. So I think that didn't bother me at all. It is a very good kind of puzzle-solving dialogue game. So it is mostly just solving the puzzle of how do you prove that the person is innocent using the facts as the puzzle pieces. Because there's no actual, like, gameplay that much, it's really just selecting what you want to say or, like, clicking investigate the lamp to see if there is evidence inside the lamp so it's not a super intense or high action game and because it does require a lot of thinking and problem solving it's also not a laid-back kind of relaxy game it's a certain it's a it's Good for a very specific type of mood where you want to be like investigative lawyery guy as opposed to like not good for relaxing or not good for just putting something on in the background that you can just kind of chill out to.
1: I don't remember. Were there points where there were like inflection points where you had to make uh, decision or answer a question, was was there like a timed part of that?
2: There was never a timed part. Yeah. No. So that's no, less yeah.
1: yeah, less pressure to come up with the right answer. You yeah. had
2: like a health bar where if you got it wrong, it would chip away your credibility. Oh, right? cool. But if you, you had an unlimited amount of time and you could go through each, you could go through each part of the testimony and each part of the record as right. much as you wanted and take as long as you wanted to make each decision. So it, it was like a lot lower pressure. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. It's definitely, like I said, it's definitely have to be in a certain mood for it. But when you're in that mood, it is really, really fun. Yeah. Caroline?
0: Yeah, I have similar thoughts to Marco. I mean, I was raised by two lawyers, so I feel like I was raised thinking Socratically (laughs) because that's uh, what I was surrounded by. But when I played this game, the first time I've played it kind of a few times, but never actually finished it, I was very proud of myself when I would get something right and know when the person who was speaking was incorrect or they were saying, like, false information. Oh, wow. And I felt like a lawyer. I felt like, oh, yeah, that's the thing that's going to get him. But it is very basic of law and and of game and of logic, I think. So it is very easy to get the right answer. I do recommend it for people who like more low-key games. Again, people who don't like RPGs or that kind of game and who want something that is more puzzle-based. But... You do have to be in the right mood for it. And if you don't like anime style or graphic novel style, I don't think you're going to enjoy this game. But I mean, sure. yeah, I would. I think that it's really fun to play with other people, especially a lawyer. I enjoyed it. I don't know how much more of it I would play. Apparently, I, there is a chapter where we put a whale on the stand and we have to... We have to question a whale.
1: A whale is in like a heavy spender at a casino in Las Vegas, like an orca. Like oh, an I orca. see.
0: And I think the only thing they say is like "blub blub" whale noise. So
2: <laughs> it does. Maybe get, I'll
0: play that one.
2: It does get steadily more ridiculous
1: it as
0: does. the series goes on. Yeah, but it is. It's entertaining and charming in some parts. Within, so that's good.
1: Within each part of the series, is there more than one case, or is the, each? part of the trilogy one case in and of itself
2: so i think there are 14 cases across the three Mm trilogy, the three trilogy games so like each individual game when it was released had four or five cases Mm -hmm. and so this is the trilogy lumping them all together into a 14 episode 14 case brouhaha i
1: hope i hope that you know since i only was really uh involved in going through one of the cases i do hope that The judge that they that I saw is the same throughout because he he was spectacular. (laughs) He is actually. I loved his beard. He looked like a Russian czar (laughs) and would be as imposing as any judge I've ever faced. Oh,
0: that's good. I like
1: that character a lot.
0: Okay, good. That's good. That's great.
2: How did you feel about the other characters?
1: I thought that the hot, you know, uh, boss was Mm -hmm. uh, a little unrealistic. I think that uh, I don't. I think I've ever met the head of a defense firm that had someone who was that young Mm. so i that put me off a little bit i i thought the the accused in the first case that i looked at was uh slimy enough i thought that yeah he looked slimy enough and uh but the main character i thought was a little bland uh, somewhat unremarkable
0: Mm. well okay yeah i feel that
1: all right
0: should we get to questions
2: Alright, so because we have an actual real-life lawyer with us, Mm -hmm. we're going to do questions a little bit differently. Because there's not much of a point in asking Caroline what her favorite character is when we have such a great opportunity. So instead, we are just going to ask Jeff a few more questions about lawyering and how this game does or does not relate to it. So the, the first question... Can I see your lawyer badge? Because apparently, no lawyer would be caught dead without one.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit off putting when that was part of how the judge decided to determine whether or not it would be appropriate for the lawyer to continue representing his friend, the defendant, in this case. (laughs) Right. And I guess one of the first parts was to show your lawyer badge. No, we don't get badges, unfortunately. Yeah. On the other hand, the you know, the DA, to the extent that a DA goes to a crime scene, which is something that was severely lacking in the story that we had here, <laughs> yep. DAs, I think, do get badges. So, you know, go prosecutor. Yeah. All right.
0: There you go. Okay, next question. Is this what it's like being an attorney? Like is Phoenix Wright a good representation of what it's like?
1: So no, not at all. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's what I thought. I think that's part of the, you know, basic problems is that they put they drop you into a scenario that's really just so remarkably different from what anyone's experience is. But on the other hand, if there was a video game that even in this genre and this style mm-hmm. uh, attempted to recreate what the life of an attorney was, absolutely no one would play it. <laughs> absolutely no one would profit from it, <laughs> and absolutely no one would want to become a lawyer.
0: Fair. Yeah, that sounds right. Do Next you want part.
1: examples? I mean, beyond Oh, no, I would
2: love examples.
1: So examples are that, you know, lawyers uh, when I was a young lawyer would get tasked with doing things like taking exhibits and making sure that the number correspond, the number, the tab on the edge of the page mm-hmm. corresponded with the correct piece of paper. Whoa. So you were really doing a lot of good collating back in the day. <laughs> and that's if you were in litigation. If you were doing corporate law, it was even more boring than that.
0: Wow. What's the most interesting case that you've ever worked on? Oh,
1: gosh. So I really did not do a lot of criminal law. Right. And so the fact that the type of law that I've specialized in for 30 years (laughs) is insurance related means that there isn't a lot of interesting cases. Mm -hmm, However, you know, if I had to do the same boring thing for 30 years, I probably would have either decided to do something else or I don't know what. So the interesting cases that stick out is I was involved in one criminal case And it was actually a murder case. Oh. And it was a murder case in uh, Park Avenue in New York City. Oh, my God. Where for some reason, the case was taking place in the Bronx in the courthouse right by Yankee Stadium. And I was sent there because the defendant was the step-nephew of one of the owners of the law firm. Oh. And it was a very small law firm that I was with. And this was during the arraignment phase. So this is where the defendant says, how do you plead? and then guilty or not guilty, and then they either set it down for the next step. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I, the youngest lawyer of five in the firm, was sent was because the arraignment took place during Super Bowl week, and (laughs) the two owners of the firm were going to the Super Bowl, which was out of town. So they sent me to the Bronx, and they said, listen, don't worry, we know you're nervous, but it's all been prearranged. So all you have to do is stand next to the defendant and I'm not going to use real names, but the <laughs> defendant who was, um, uh, had a, uh, Latino sounding last name, but was, you know, as waspy looking and as, as much of a wasp as anyone else. Mm-hmm. And, but so it was, I was told this was all going to be worked out. All you have to do is stand next to him. They're going to ask one question. We all know what the question is. Not guilty. And then the next thing will happen in the case and you'll move on. So the first thing that happened when I showed up is I was case number one.
0: Oh my God. And
1: so I couldn't even see how to do that Ah. by just looking around. Oh no. And so, (laughs) and I'm case number one and I'm on time and they passed over the case and they go to case number two and they go to case number three and they go to case number four and they go to case number five and I'm going, have I screwed up already?
0: How do they pass over it?
1: So what I found out is because the guy had a Latino-sounding last name, yeah. they were waiting for a translator to come, <gasps> Oh. No. and nobody told me. Oh, so I my think God. I thought I was going to get disbarred for <laughs> not having done anything on the very first criminal <laughs> oh, case I ever handled. Oh, boy.
0: Wow. Do you want to ask the next question?
2: Sure. So as we just heard, you have taken on some rather interesting cases. Yeah. Uh, would you take on... This case in the game, would you take on this murder defense Larry case? Butts.
1: Yeah, Butts as a client, I think there's probably a, an ethical, and if not only an ethical, an actual conflict of interest. If I had the same relationship as the lawyer in the game did to Butts, that would prevent me from taking on the case. I wouldn't. And most of that is because it's just not my field. Mm. I'm not a criminal lawyer. Mm. Uh, if I were a criminal lawyer... I don't know that I'd like to have a steady diet of murder cases, uh, and I certainly wouldn't have liked it to be my first one. Fair. There's got to be an awful lot of like, you know, there's a lot at stake. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't know that I would have wanted that pressure on a steady basis.
0: Okay. Um, next question. How many people in a Phoenix Wright's case would have gotten disbarred for their behavior or how they acted in the courtroom?
1: Oh, God. I mean, I can't put a number on it, but I will tell you that it's not an act that gets you disbarred to be unsure of yourself. And he was clearly unsure of himself because it was the first case he handled. And it's not an act of even malpractice to get things wrong, but it does get to the level of being actionable when you just don't know what you're doing at all. It would be better if he didn't like sweat bullets, and he literally seemed to sweat bullets <laughs> yeah. and stumble over things as he was proceeding. Right. Uh, so I guess at that point it starts to get a little bit, a little bit bad.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Did that answer the question? Yeah.
0: yeah. Marco, do you want to ask the last question that we have?
2: Yeah. All right. So last question. There were a lot of moments, as we said, that do not reflect what is actually true of the legal profession. So if there is one thing that you would want the developers of this game to actually know about being a lawyer that they did not display throughout this game, what would you want them to know?
1: You know, it's a good question and it's a hard question to answer because there's so much about being an attorney and in particular a criminal defense attorney that isn't on display in the game. But I think that the developers probably made decisions not to display them because they weren't going to add to the gaming experience. Having said that, I would have hoped that the developers in bringing this game to market spent enough time in the courtroom to know what it really looks and feels like. So I think that the one thing that I would have liked to ensure that the developers had taken on board when they were putting this together is the hierarchy that exists to create even more tension and mm. by that what I mean is I think it would have even though Phoenix Wright you know sweated at the drop of a hat and 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 was nervous about whether he was doing things correctly or not, I would have liked the character of his boss to have been more representative of what it's like to work for. A criminal defense firm. And there, there's so much out there in the public domain where you can get that from, mm. uh, whether it be William Shatner <laughs> and his partner smoking cigars on the top of their building after handling cases. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what the name of that series was. It would have been nice to see a little bit more development of just what goes on at the firms like that do that kind of work.
0: That's fair. questions do you have any questions for us
1: no i okay. don't think i have any other questions i really appreciated the opportunity of course yeah of course we
0: loved having you on this was great thanks right. yeah, yeah thanks for being a expert witness
1: <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: lawyer term
1: court is now adjourned court
0: is now adjourned so please like and subscribe to our we don't have a facebook page <laughs> we said facebook nope. please like and subscribe to our itunes page give us a review, give us a rating. That would be great. You tell can your friends. Tell your friends. You can find us on Twitter at Review42 or you can email us at Review4TWO the number four t at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions of games that you want us to play or anything you'd like to tell us, we can read it out on the podcast too. We've done that before. So yep. uh, Jeff, do you have any social media that you'd like to plug? I don't. Okay. <laughs> but,
1: but once this does get uh, on social media, I will make sure that it gets blasted to Everyone I know.
0: Great. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. That's it. All right. Bye.
1: Bye. And I know I'm running on. So if you, you know, okay. Chop this up however you want. In terms of the non-criminal work that I do, I get involved in a lot and have for 10 years in a lot of cases involving companies that are accused or, or individuals that are accused of bad employee relations, whether it mm-hmm. be failure to promote, failure to hire, discrimination, harassment. So I've seen quite a number of cases that have become much more in the news, even though the stuff that's been going on that in the Weinstein era mm-hmm. has been going on for decades. Wow. At the same firm that sent me irresponsibly to do an arraignment in a murder case. <laughs> they represented the head, former president of Commodore Computers. I'll leave your audience to go try and look up what <laughs> Commodore Computers was. Yeah, right. But it was a company that was around in the late 80s and 90s. One of the first computing companies, and they had a very powerful board. And the president had an employment contract. And the chairman of the board of Commodore Computers decided that he didn't like the president anymore, so he was going to fire him. And under the contract, if they fire him because he did something wrong, which is called for-cause termination, Mm -hmm. he was not entitled to as much uh, of an exit package as if they fired him for no cause. And so they were trying to say he was fired for cause... When the real reason he was fired was they didn't like the the chairman of the board didn't like him anymore. Right. So my uh, bosses took a lot of depositions, which is funny because relating it back to the game that we reviewed. Ordinarily, before a criminal trial, which took place within a week of the crime taking place, (laughs) there'd be a lot of pretrial activity, including, you know, depositions. Mm -hmm. So we decided that we were going to do a lot of depositions of the board members because Mm -hmm. in order to fire the president, the board should have been convened to make a decision as to what the basis for the termination was. And there were some famous people on this board. It was one of the first highly successful computer companies. Uh, other than the ones you you know about. And one of the board members was General Alexander Haig. General Alexander Haig was uh, a very powerful U.S. general. And uh, among other things, and we'll have to fill in exactly what his title is by stopping now and looking <laughs> it up on the Internet. But uh, he was also a cabinet position. He held a cabinet position uh, in I can't remember whose administration. But it was like we were going to take his deposition. Mm-hmm. And he was represented by private outside counsel at the deposition, which is at this like sort of not best law firm because I didn't work for a great law firm at the time. And I'm sure he was used to having his ass kissed all the time. And so his lawyer his like big shot lawyer uh, comes in and says, lays the ground rules. One of the ground rules he lays is when you refer to the witness, you will either refer to him as general or secretary Hay. Wow. And just because he knew it was going to get under the witness's skin, my boss kept calling him Mister, oh, <laughs> or or Alexander, which was even oh, worse. No. And so it got to the point where it it got so under his skin that at one particular exchange, the witness got up and tried to leap across the table. Um, that's oh my god, not ideal. Yeah, yikes. Yeah.